When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Windy City Podcast, March 16th. These are crazy times. We're going to talk you through what's going on with us. Hopefully try to entertain you. Hunter Armour is here, our video executive producer, director. What's your title, Hunter? You lead the video team. Just video producer. There we go. That'll work. Yeah. So how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) Enjoyed a nice weekend. Uh, I feel like we're, it's almost like we're camping right now, except it's really nice camping, you know, you go to the store, you load up on a bunch of like food and alcohol, you know, whatever, and then you just settle in, except there's no bugs or tents to set up. I've, I've had one beer so far. I'm afraid that if I drink alcohol, I'm going to weaken my immune system. I've bought vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin D oregano pills that the vitamin guy told i went to the vitamin shop i was headed to whole foods i was like i'm gonna get some vitamins like yeah maybe i should call the vitamin shop i called the vitamin shop guy's like yeah come on over here and he was coughing like a madman I'm like are you all right dude and he's like yeah I'm, I'm fine i just have allergies nope i'm like okay and that's that's what i'm running into too it's prime allergy season right now like you can feel you can see like like pollen starting to float around more and i'll just be out I feel like I'm a sneeze or something, and I'm trying to like be private about it. If I do have to sneeze, I don't want to freak people out, right? And I was, but and I'm a sneezer. Like I sneeze all the time. I, I yes. The hardest thing for me, I'm a sneezer too. The hardest thing for me is I'm a nose picker. I'm an eye rubber. <laughs> I do. I, I, I'm I'm constantly touching my face. Well, and they say you know that you don't need the mask if you're not sick. But the mask and goggles, I think, would help me from not touching my face as much. And I you don't know? know if I'm sick. I was convinced last week I had it. We I went was kind of too, yeah. You thought I had it too, or you thought yeah. you had it? I thought you had it. I, I think I may have had it like four weeks ago and not known. I had a little little something going on. Uh, right, just a little something, because you see yeah. that, well, there's no real symptoms, so you could have it. How do you even know? So like last week, we went on a location shoot for Ian Happ, which has been postponed um best case scenario postponed it was a good postponement we needed that postponement we were looking forward to talking to ian hap i was looking forward to talking to ian hap but we went on that shoot i'm like hey man i i really don't know because i Derek pardon who played for northwestern went to italy played overseas then he came back then he's at a northwestern game then i'm interviewing him didn't know he had played in italy and i was worried after that that i had gotten it but I, I, I feel I mean, great. at this point, it doesn't matter where people are coming from. Yeah. Well, that's true, too. That's true, too. It's, it's here. So you've been going to the dog beach. Hunter, on, if you follow, if you want to follow Hunter on Instagram and or Twitter, you're, you got Cash the dog. You guys are hanging out. 
Yeah, it's been pretty awesome this weekend. <laughs> you go down there, it's a massive beach. And what's, if you've ever been to the Montrose Dog Beach, they have a the main beach where like humans hang out and dogs aren't supposed to be. And then they have the dog area, which is fenced in, but it's still pretty large. But what happened over the winter is all the sand got pushed around. The sand is so high that the fence in some parts doesn't exist. So now people are just going up and down the whole beach. So yeah, we were, we made quite a journey from one end to the other on Montrose Dog Beach yesterday. Um, he was loving it. Dog cast does not look affected by the coronavirus. He no, seems... <laughs> he's in prime condition. It's That is actually one great thing about this, if we're looking for positives. It does not, supposedly, to this point, we haven't figured out affect animals. Yeah, and and really, like, I think it was interesting yesterday. Like, St. Patrick's Day, I drove you know, through Wrigleyville area just to see what was going on. And like, of course people out, but out by the lake and like these sort of like, you know, outdoorsy spots are pretty dead. And my first instinct was to go out to those places. You got to get some fresh air with all this craziness going on. You do got to walk around. I, so on Saturday, I I haven't been to any dog beaches or any places that even feel remotely like nature, which I think would be a good idea. But so on Saturday, I walked from, if you're familiar with Chicago, Kingsbury and Grand, roughly, to the Swiss Hotel Upper Wacker. So that's like a 20-minute walk, and I was that's where WGN Radio is. It's right next to the Swiss Hotel. So I'm walking through all the city streets, and I'm trying to do social distancing. There's five people there. I'm crossing the street. It was like the Carm Olympics. Like, I'll be in the middle of the street now. I'll be on this side. Like, I was literally trying to avoid everyone. But I'm passing by all these bars on St. Patrick's Day, and they're packed. And so I walked up to one of the bouncers. I'm like, dude, how many people are in there? He's like, oh, it's way less than last year. Last year at this point, and this was at like, say, four in the afternoon, I would have had 1,500 clicks. I only got 500. And so I'm doing the math. That's one-third. One-third less. It should be one one-hundredth. Wasn't well, that two-thirds less? If uh, it was 1,500 and Oh, right, right two-thirds less. I'm sorry. Right, a third of the people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my bad. Bad math. Uh, but... The point is that people are out, man, and and that's why JB Pritzker. I think every time I see him talk, I've been impressed. He's been doing, I think, a just a nice, solid freak out. Yeah, but but he's in control, and he's <laughs> got way. his he's got his list, and he goes through it, and it's like, okay, JB, I'm I'm with you. I'm actually I'm I'm very impressed of how he's handling. But I think it pissed him off, and they, and everyone's looking at the reality that like a lot of people are just not afraid of the virus. They're going to continue to live their lives. So now we got to close the restaurants. Now we got to close the bars because, and, and it's impossible to monitor. We're right. going to let somebody in on this table over here, and you can sit over there, and you can sit over there. What about the waiters? How do you keep? How do you do this? And, and if if people weren't going out this past Saturday, I bet the restaurants and bars would still be closed in the next few days. It seems inevitable. What I don't understand throughout this whole time is there's all these n- group numbers. Like thousand people, five hundred, two fifty, fifty, maybe just ten. Like, where are these numbers coming from? It seems like they're just pulling them out of thin air, and nobody knows. Like, if 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 someone goes in and they have coronavirus and they go into a, a room of five hundred people, that's a they can suddenly contain that. No, those five hundred people are all going to go their separate ways and go out there and interact with other people, and then it's just going to spread. Like. I don't understand where these numbers are coming. It's almost like a negotiation tactic they're like going through with the public right now where they're like, well, we know this is going to be an inconvenience, so we'll give you a little social time. 
ooh, you got a little too social on Saturday. Now we're going to cut it back even more. It's like it, it's got to it's it's got to be more dramatic for things to really change, or else people are just going to do what they want to do. You're making me think about the Wuhan uh, documentary I watched over the weekend. That was 30 minutes about what happened in Wuhan. And I'm like, I had to take a break from that stuff. Yeah, I, 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 I get the point. I gotta self isolate. I gotta wash my hands a bunch. I don't need to just keep seeing how gnarly it could possibly get or will get. I made it through about 15 minutes of how gnarly it could get. But first off, I'm like, how did you guys already snap into? Let's make a documentary on what's going on in Wuhan. Like I, I would have been in my Wuhan house not headed out to uh you know crisis hospitals and quarantine units and trying to like get in there and film people who are laying in bed that may or may not survive are you know prayers up for everybody trying to win some awards over here i i was i'm like oh my god is is this even real right yeah how, how did you how did you a get the okay to be in here and they showed like in some of the quarantine things they were not allowed to go in with their cameras they weren't even allowed in with their phones they couldn't but they were still out there doing this. Um, I, my, my point being that I, I was, I don't need to watch a ton of that, but it's also like, as far as the numbers here, that looked like where we were headed. I hope we're not, uh, but it's just like, okay, I, I don't trust any of the numbers. I trust that. And let's, let's really hope well, that there's we not don't enough do that. tests right now to trust the numbers. I mean, even if there right. were like, you know, the fact uh, you watch the Donovan Mitchell like interview today i haven't seen the interview but he's saying he's got no symptoms he he could go place a seven game series right now does he's staying isolated but like right that that's the weird thing is like people not knowing they have it and then going about there so that's why it's just like you look at wuhan or wherever italy terrifying like how, how are we not headed that way right how are, how are we and we are i think we have this sort of american ideology where we've got this invincibility and all these other countries just aren't as good as us so like we're not going to get it because we're good and it's like okay but we're just humans too right it's 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 here and you look at the numbers the amount of beds per capita in italy compared to the u.s we actually have slightly less so it's i think it's one hospital bed for three people in italy it's one for 2.8 in the united states uh so the, the idea that we're like better set up for this than elsewhere in the world. I mean, South Korea is doing all these testing. We can't get the testing done. Do you see what's interesting with those South Korea numbers? The highest group of infected people are 20 to 29-year-olds because they're testing everybody. They're not just testing people's symptoms. So all these kids are coming in thinking they don't have anything and then testing positive. Right, I just hit full terror level. Cause... I think it was like, you know, my numbers, I'm sure, a little bit off here, but I think it was like, a third of the population, 20 to 29, in South Korea has it. All right. Uh, that's terrifying. So let's, we'll, we'll cut the coronavirus talk here for a second. Well, I got, I got a couple more things. Okay. Well, right. and I just want to say, everybody stay safe out there. What else you got? West Virginia's got it figured out. Those, yeah, what are they doing? They're just like, I mean, I'm thinking the most stereotypical, what do you think of West Virginia? Just like people sitting out on their front porch in the middle of nowhere in some mountains avoiding like just living off like their farmland or whatever <laughs> like, so so that's what i was thinking about because we're all working from home we could do this job from wherever and i'm thinking where can i go that is the most remote 
and will just social distance myself for two months. Now I have a wife who doesn't want to do this at all, and it's not going to happen. But I'm I was looking at you know can I go to Zihuatanejo and hang out there? Now if you get sick, this might not be ideal. But I don't even know if you get sick here what it looks like. Well, maybe I could go to Montana. Maybe I can go to the Upper Peninsula, yeah. Michigan. You I mean, you're working from home. You could work from anywhere, right? Right. So I was supposed to go to Arizona Thursday. I canceled that. Yeah, you, I mean, that's the other thing. Do you want to fly there? No. Yeah, you drive. Drive, okay. It'd be nice to have a, a boat right now. Boat would be good. Just drift I, off into the distance. I have one of my vendor friends from back in the day who would he would vendor in the summer, and then he would do something in the winter, and now he's a, he's a teacher, and he's teaching in China, so his classes are all being done virtually. So he's on some remote beach, I don't even know where, that's 11 bucks a night, and he just wakes up in the morning and goes swimming in the ocean, and there's no one around, or very few people around. Now, he's you know a different cat um, and likes to you know can be by himself for a long period of time and be fine, although I'm sure he'll find somebody to hang out with there because he makes friends quickly. But I'm you know just thinking about options, like what's the best choice here? What happens? I talked to one person who's a good friend of mine, and his wife has stage four cancer. She can't get sick. What do you do? They, he's got to go out, then he's got to come back to. He's got to go to work. He's got to come back in the house, and they're trying to figure out ways, you know, to quarantine her, and then maybe put her on her own, which is awful, right? Hey, you got to go be by yourself right now, but it's the only way to keep you safe. And let's FaceTime. A lot of people got to make hard choices right now. Yeah, it's true. I think I think it varies to the degree of the different situations people are in, but. For a lot of people like your friend, there's some difficult decisions in how they go about it, but they know they have to be precautious, right? They know they have to, you know, do things differently than normal. Where the people who don't have someone directly affected close to them, maybe you're living by yourself, you're young, like, I don't think that those implications are as strong. They don't see it that way. So, like, for them, it's just like, well, what's the big deal if I just go and, like, go out on St. Patrick's Day? So because they, I'm not coming home to a stage four cancer patient or someone elderly. I'm just coming home to myself. Right. And so I think about that part of it. Okay. You're, you're 25. And if you get it, you're going to be most likely you're going to be okay. But don't you have a parent? Don't you have a grandparent? Like, shouldn't we flip this around? Like what happens if this disease, this virus only impacted young children? I mean, how would we be acting then? It's like, well, it only affects the elderly, so I'm going to go do what I want. Isn't our, all of our goals in life to actually become the elderly someday? Don't we want to hang around for a while here? Maybe not too elderly. Right, well, well, sure. Get okay. to a, yeah. Oh, okay, so you want to check out at like 86 and not uh, make it I to I just want to be comfortable. I don't want to be... Right, okay. You know. Okay, but but you want to make it to... You want to, you'd love to be comfortable until you were 125. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people... I mean, I, you know... I talked to one guy. His father is 96, still plays handball. He's a 96-year-old playing handball. I'd love to be a 96-year-old playing handball or whatever. Hopefully it would be tennis, but if it's handball, it's handball. We got to respect these old, respect your elders, man, for a 25-year-old. Just because you're not going to get it. You've got a mom. You've got a dad, hopefully. Maybe you've got a grandparent, too, that's still alive. Do you want to go see him? If you do, you got to be intelligent about what you're doing. Is it? Do you think it's better to get the coronavirus early on? 
and get it over with and then you're kind of you're kind of like this immune person that can just like go out through the world or is it better to get it later on when maybe there's better treatment or ways to deal with it so so those are tough questions right because we don't exactly know what it's going to be like if we get it like if you're telling me that i could get it right now but i'm going to go have a 103 degree fever I'm not signing up for that, man. I, I, I don't want that to happen to me. I don't. I will not function well. I'm going to think I'm dying. I know I will. I'll have a full panic, and I'll want to go to a hospital. And then what, what does it look like in a hospital? And then people around me are all quarantined. It's awful. So I don't want to, you know, if I was 25, and I'm not 25, I'm, you know, mid-40s here, but I, if I was a 25-year-old, I wouldn't want to get it either. Uh, right. You know, and so that's why I'm, I'm doing the vitamin A and the vitamin C and the vitamin D and the oregano. And I don't know if any of this stuff is going to work, but it seems like a logical thing to do. So, I, but as far as like, aside from like, if you were going to get it and you knew you were going to be okay, would you rather get it now or later? I think you'd probably rather get it now. Although they don't, I don't know. They don't seem very well set up for it with the testing, but you, I guess there would be a hospital bed. You know how well, many hospitals? No, some people who just get it now, they call the hotline and they tell them just to stay home. Right, stay home. Like there, a lot of people aren't going to see the doctor. They're just getting symptoms and then just going on lockdown. I mean, I called up and I said, I feel. You called the hotline? Uh, I, well, I called up my doctor I, and I said, uh, He's probably getting panic calls. Uh, well, I didn't even right, call him. Right I, I actually, I did. I, I did call and I left. Wasting him. his time on your panic. Well, I, 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 I said. Meanwhile, pop- people with real problems are trying to get through, and Carm's hogging the the hotline. Doctor Patel, I apologize, but so I sent him. A, I sent him a message on North Shore Connect, which is you know that's my L service, and he wrote me right back, very brief. Hey, Mark, if you. If you really feel like you have something, call this number. And so then I call and I talk to a nurse. I'm like, I got a slight chill. I, I, I've, t- I've taken my fever, my temperature a million times. I'm at 97. It's clearly, I don't have one. Do you have the cough? No. Okay. Well, then you're not. You you a you can't get a test, and b you're probably fine. And c I get that you're concerned, but d chill the fuck out. I mean, that was you know basically what I was told. Yeah, you're wasting you're wasting their time when real people with real issues got to call. I'm in. a real person, Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what are you What are you thinking about? Um, I've seen mixed opinions on social media, Twitter specifically, about NFL free agency and how the NFL should wait. Or put a delay to free agency because of all that's going on. Yeah, see the free agent part. I have no problem. Let's move along. We gotta have something. You know, like the hard part about all this is there's nothing. It's the sports world is gone to keep people's minds off it. You look back at nine eleven. You know, there was a few days canceled. That you know George Bush like first pitch thing in the World Series. Like sports is what got people kind of back on track and we don't have that right now yeah so i i don't like i i don't know how it it, i feel like people think it's like disrespectful to like have free agency right now i don't really see the issue maybe i'm missing something here but like let's have some stuff to talk about like so it feels off to me to like the bears should go get tom brady which i've been saying for two months now but on the other side of the coin, there's no reason that the NFL should stop what they're doing as far as transactions when people are making them from their home and or not, you know, what, right. what, what's so, the risk? So they're right. So for the, the league year starts now. Let's move forward. And I think the discussion overall 
is a good thing. I agree with you. Like, let's, hey, let's have some fun here. It feels that you feel, you don't feel as excited about it. I don't at least, you know, um, it's oh, Kareem Hunt, second round pick, or, you know, same with the Browns. Like, eh, don't really care right now. It's everybody, can you stay in your house? But I also think, like, let's, to your thing, let's, hey, you got to move forward. And part of moving forward, what are, what can we do? We can have NFL free agency. I mean, for the NFL, this worked out timing wise pretty damn good you get through the season you get through the super bowl then this starts to heat up but you haven't even gotten to like camp or anything yeah if we had actually handled this responsibly the super bowl would have been canceled we might have we might have been ahead of it a little bit more but that's what's tricky about this is if the more responsible you handle it the less um people see going wrong so the less big deal it is you know if we canceled it back in january people would have been losing their minds like you know like i think the rudy gobert thing really turned it on its head and people were like whoa this is this is real this guy went around touching mics who knows if he even got it from touching the mics or spread it from touching the mics but he's just touching just putting his hands on stuff and then boom he's got it right like so the, it's it's a tricky thing to time of when you pull the plug on things. It's just kind of gotten momentum one thing after another. Um, I feel like you and me, we talked about this last week. We we saw this coming. Yeah. We, I don't stress out about stuff much, but this one I was like, okay, we got to that's we gotta make some moves. See, I actually was behind you on it. I'm like, whoa. So Hunter is actually nervous, in, and you're the guy – that will like Hunter and I were driving down Southport one day and you had your dog like basically hanging out of the car and I'm getting nervous. And then the dog just is now on the street and you're like, eh, no big deal. I'm like, Oh my God, we nearly just killed the dog. Like, so that's like your level of you're willing to do things that I would not do. And then you were nervous. I'm like, okay, well maybe I need to reevaluate my life right now. Cause Hunter's freaking nervous and Hunter's never nervous about anything. There's no, there's no control with this. Right. You know, I, I rode the train here. It was empty. I mean, there were a couple people in there. I go sit in my one-person seat. You know, you got to find the one-person one. Yeah. And then, like, people, like, walk onto the train, and I'm like, don't come close to me. Exactly. I mean, I'm thinking, like, think about, gener- like, how generational this is now. Like, 20 years from now, the next generations are going to look at, like, our cleaning habits and ways that we act, and they are, they're going to be like, wow, those people went through some shit. Look at how many times they're scrubbing their hands. They're pulling out all this hand sanitizer. Like, what the hell? And it's it's going to be ingrained in us. So you're teeing up a couple things there. That number one, I'm I'm extremely. I think we all have to be worried about the economy. Like, if you're if you're okay, so no one's riding the CTA, so they don't have their money. No one's very few people. I'm assuming maybe they are are taking cabs and ubers maybe they're doing that more so those uh hopefully those are okay but i'd rather take the train yeah i don't feel comfortable getting on in an uber man who was just in here yeah are you keeping your uber clean are they scrubbing that like after each person no you can't be i mean they're not on the train either but at least on the train you could literally just stand there and grab a pole with a glove on your hand Which, which is why for the record chicago stop ticketing people let people drive in their car and park wherever. If you want to support the restaurants, by the way, and pick up stuff, maybe you can't park right in front of the restaurant. You've got to walk 10 minutes to get the food. 
Should you have to pay for parking for those? No, you should not. I mean, there's got to be a little law and order, right? You can't just start parking in red zones and on sidewalks and wherever the hell you want. Well, okay, follow those rules. But as far as the actual meters are concerned, I think let people let encourage people to drive their cars and stay safe that way and and social distance themselves that way. I I don't think we need to be paying is, for parking right now. Is uh do we know anything about like crime rate over the weekend? It had to be for a St. Patrick's Day weekend, I would think it's so got to be low, right? Got to be, right? Yeah. yeah, no, I I I mean, a, a cop a cop tells you to put your hands on or like you got to go in cuffs or you like don't touch me, don't give me the corona. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't I can't imagine people are think even our outstanding Chicago criminals are probably staying in right now. I would think. And that's one positive too that I'm I'm like, oh, well this might be a slightly less stress on the environment for a couple months here. We'll, we'll even it back out. Oh, I'm sure we will. Long. I'm sure we will. And so you're talking about, you know, what how will this be looked at in time? And I I, I think everyone's looking back to 1918 influenza pandemic. You know what age group that affected the most? The 20 year olds. That was the young the young people got it the worst in that one. That's. Do you know why? I don't know why. Okay. There's been so much information to. Yeah. To take in, but. Um, I mean, I'm looking at it on Wikipedia right now. I don't think you need. And, to... and seeing those numbers of like that, what was it like sixty million or something in the U.S.? It was. I thought a third of the population. Whatever. Yeah, whatever that's... the. Whatever the number was, it was incredibly significant. They didn't have the vaccine. We don't have the vaccine. And when I talk to doctors. They don't say relax. They right. they say this is a real problem. And I saw one thing yesterday on, on Facebook with some doctor who probably has no idea what he's talking about, saying, "Hey, you know, the numbers are going down because the virus is getting less potent." So I reached out to my cousin who's a doctor at the University of Chicago. And I said, "Is this true?" He's like, "Viruses don't get less potent." Right. How does the flu come back every year? Right. It's it's got nothing to do with with potency. It's all that's why they're that's why it's all about social distancing right now. That if the numbers are going down, it's because people are being more careful. So I, for a Which, second, I'm like, oh well, maybe this thing is diminishing. Yeah, no. Where where are the numbers going down? Because there there's such a lack of testing. They even said it on uh, I forget what the woman's name was that spoke after Trump yesterday. The doctor, she goes you can expect a spike in the numbers once yep. we test more. Yep. Like we haven't been testing as much as we should be. So once we start doing that, the number's going to spike up. Don't get alarmed. You know, once that number spikes, people are going to be freaking out though. Yeah. I mean, I think people are at freak out mode here, but maybe, yeah, I although, don't know. I, mean, I, I, I feel like it, I feel like it has its ebbs and flows. Like I don't feel, I felt more stressed out last week than I do right now. Because now that I see everybody's kind of getting on board with this, this whole thing and seeing way less people out, like last week I'm coming into the office and my train is packed wall to wall. I'm, I've got bodies pushing me on every side. I'm like, this is not good. Today yeah, I came I, in. I remember. When totally empty. So I'm actually kind of, I'm wondering if my stress level is going to go back up at some point, but I feel better now just seeing like, I mean, it's crazy. The whole con- like we're not officially on lockdown, but we kind of are right now. We're we're it to me. I I am 
Like I'm not going out unless I absolutely have to go out. You're, you know, today we got the windy that falls under. All right, got to go out. I'm only going to see Hunter. This is going to be okay, except for one other random person who's in the office for whatever reason thinks that this is his office. I won't mention names, but if anybody from Fanside is listening, they know who I'm talking about. Um, so, well, I wanted. I had one other point I wanted to make, Hunter. I forget. Regardless, um, oh, what's the best thing you've watched so far? I'll, g- I'll give you mine while you think about it. Yeah. I watched a documentary on Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber. Okay. <laughs> well, I just, and it, it was one of the top trending things on Netflix, so I, I, I dial up Kaczynski. And I, you know, I knew about Kaczynski, and I knew about the Unabomber, and I knew that he was in Subcabin, and I knew he was a whack job. But then I'm following his entire story. I'm watching the thing. He, he actually... Outside of the fact that he was sending bombs to kill people, which is not the way to go about your uh, upset with society, he was an incredibly intelligent, uh, interesting person who was fighting against industrialization because he's like, we're going to ruin the earth and we're going to create robots and we're going to make humans obsolete. That's what he was fighting against. I'm like, this dude was way ahead of his time on exactly what was coming. Uh, now he went about it in a way that was less than ideal, but he started doing less this in, than ideal. Less yeah. than ideal. He started doing this in 1979. That was his first bomb to the to Northwestern University, where he had gone to school for a period of time and wanted to kill somebody there. It, it was it was a fascinating, disturbing, not what I needed, but yet watched the whole five yeah, episode I, I thing. Think you got to stick to watching Jordan highlights or something. <laughs> oh, which I found. So I'm super excited. I want to write. You, you won't. You won't really enjoy this. But I got uh, his 63 point game against the Celtics uh, in his second season. I found the game, and I found the Bulls radio call, which is simulcast with the game. So these guys were my heroes. Jim Durham, the play by play guy, was is the the greatest play by play guy I've ever heard. And Johnny Redker was this huge Jordan fan who also coached the Bulls. So I'm so I haven't sat down and watched it. I'm so excited. So thank you. I'll do that. <laughs> what have you watched? Anything? Uh, so it took it took me a second. Um, I, I saw Big Time Adolescence this weekend. Okay. On Hulu, it's with Pete Davidson. You know who Pete Davidson is? Maybe, well, he's on SNL. He's that weird looking dude. He dated Ariana Grande. Got famously dumped by her. I'm looking. At, oh, there he is. Yes, I know Pete Davidson. Okay. So it's kind of a. It, it's. I'd say it's a okay movie. I, I think it was. It has its moments. I think Pete Davidson's pretty hilarious in it. Um, it's about a. It's about like that really cool guy in high school who then graduates high school, and his only friends then are high schoolers. So he's like twenty two, and he's friends with like a sixteen year old, and they're like best friends. That's, Guys, they're just friends. It's so weird. So well. The point is Pete Davidson's kind of like a loser, you know, and the 16-year-old kid is like kind of the cool kid because he's friends with this older guy who like has him sell drugs and all sorts of stuff. But it was entertaining. I thought it was uh, some accurate depictions of adolescent high school life. Does Pete um, Davidson look like Ethan Blumenthal, a.k.a. looks like me? There's some, there's some similarities there. And how in the world did he pull Ariana you Grande? Should, I'm sorry. There's there's rumors. Ariana called it out specific body part in a song or something like that. Oh wow! So go Pete. So that's the uh, yeah that's the but uh, you should also check out Pete Davidson's stand up special on Netflix. It's pretty funny. Okay, 
Okay. He uh, post Ariana Grande had some funny things to say. What TV series that I never watched should I watch? I'm thinking about The Wire. I'm thinking about should I go back and just start becoming a Survivor nut and go through every. You should just hop on this season of Survivor. Yeah. Wednesdays. It's been great. It's all. Did you ever watch Survivor before? I, I loved Survivor like 10 years ago when so, I watched it. Okay. So you'll like this season because it's the 40th season. And That's crazy. I haven't watched it in years, but this season, the only people on it are people who have won before. Oh, wow. So it's winners of at war. You remember Boston Rob? I'd have to see him in person. I don't think I depends what seasons you watch. I mean, I've watched like three seasons, so the chance that I would know somebody is very small. You might though. Boston Rob, I'm pulling him up. Well, this guy's like a big deal in Survivor world, but he was he was. uh, I remember Boston Rob. So he got voted out last week. Uh, Boston Rob. Yeah, but he could still get back in. I guess there's this new thing now where you hang on a different island and wait for your chance to get back in. I would. Uh, I would. Of the top ten things in life that I'd like to do, being on Survivor would be one of them. Really. I'd, I'd like to give it a run. Sure, why not? No, you wouldn't make it. I don't. <laughs> How come? Why do you say that? Like, like Living on an island, eating bugs and rats with no hygiene sounds like the least likely place for you to go. You might be surprised in how I would do with bugs and rats on an island by myself. Most well, likely other not. Other people are there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It looks like, it just looks like, a, okay, fine. Maybe I'd be one of the first people voted <laughs> off, but at least I... Or you'd stay in because people would be like, he's weak. We don't need to vote him off. Look, Usually that's just, how you I'm win Survivor. Str- you you just you just get in with some strong players, but you're the weakest one, so you're never the threat. And then somehow I, I And then I he figure, just gets the end. Yeah. Right. That yeah. would be a good strategy. I just act weak. Like right. I have no idea what I'm you doing. You don't have to act weak. You just be yourself. Uh, this is just on. <laughs> this is not the spirit of this podcast, Hunter. <laughs> never having you on again, buddy. Uh, all right. Anything else that we should hit here? I just want everybody to treat the elderly like they're, they're like they're actually children. Let's be safe out there, team. Let's 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 not think that oh, just because the elderly can get it, I can live my life. I hope people aren't doing that. It's not. Well, there's it's, definitely going to be some people doing that. Yeah. Well, let's 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 not do that, team. It's let, all. What's the phrase? Flatten the curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flatten the you curve. You can't stop the curve, but you can flatten the curve. It was amazing to see Steph Curry do a video and say, let's all flatten the curve. Well, things are fluid in life. A week ago, you weren't doing videos on flatten the curve. This week, you're doing flatten the curve videos. Way to adjust Steph Curry. I mean, I feel like, what was it, Wednesday last week? It really started just to pick up momentum. I was, I think that's about right. That's when the, that's when like the Tom Hanks thing, the NBA canceled their season, Gobert. Like, remember the game where they're about to tip off and then trainer comes running on the court? That feels so long ago now. I think for me it was... Surreal. The, I think for me it was the Friday before that Wednesday where I was like, okay, this is a real problem. I think that's where I hit Yeah, that. I was feeling it the week before, but I, I feel like it just wasn't real enough. It's real now. How many people you know personally are... are I don't know it? anyone who's tested positive. Uh, is that what you're asking yeah well tested positive or have symptoms to a point where they're in isolation and think they have i know actually that's not true i know one person i know like a family that's isolated i don't know if they ever got tested but they're getting like groceries delivered a friend comes and like leaves them on the sidewalk waves to them walks away they go out and get their stuff yeah um i know one 
person in his 60s who's in a hospital out in Las Vegas, uh, but has ended up not testing positive and is getting better. But so he just got something else. He was, you know, he compromised health system. You know, he was not and high fever went to the hospital, but he didn't have the coronavirus. So, at any rate. See, that's the other thing. You got to take care of these people too. Yeah. You know how many yeah. beds are, how many hospital beds are available right now in New York? Uh, not a lot. 600. Yeah. In New York City. 600. We be, need to be building hospitals. They'll be man. full today. Yeah. Yeah. China build it pretty quick. We, you, you, let's go. Build them up, or else we're all going to be going to Madison Square Garden, the United Center, whatever they call it. You know, that's what it will I'm be. I'm going to stay in my home. Yeah. Well, as will I. One bedroom apartment with a balcony. I might sleep on the balcony. Uh, thanks for checking out the Windy uh, Hunter. Good to be with you, my friend. Yeah, you too, Mark. Maybe uh, maybe we'll talk again next week. Maybe we'll, we'll talk again next week, right here, and and our friend will be out in the office. All right. Uh, hey, subscribe, rate, all that stuff, uh, which feels kind of off to even mention right now. But feel free, as uh, we are doing the Windy every Monday, and uh, we thank you so much for listening. Stay safe out there. Much love. And do what you can to support everybody, uh, social distancing, all of it. Thanks for being with us on the Windy City Podcast. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.